target. Can you explain? I would say most any manager, from frontline managers to the senior levels. You could say those in the C-suite need to learn to lead their CEO as well as their board of directors. Those in the frontline need to learn to lead their boss. But the leading up needs to be anchored within the mission, vision, and values of the organization. So, for example, if you're the middle manager in an automotive company, and you think, well, maybe we should do a fried chicken franchise. That's not in keeping with the mission and vision and values of your organization. But say you are in the purchasing department of a company, and you think, you know, there's a better way we can work with our vendors. We can pay them in a more timely fashion. And in return, we can get a better value for what we're doing. So rather than waiting for the director of purchasing to come and say, hey, could we do this? You come up with the idea and you run it through. It's your sense of optimization the business. Sometimes leading up are small incremental changes. Sometimes they're bold leaps. But it's a balancing act. And the leading up is thinking of doing more for the organization, trying to bring people together around common purpose. Whereas managing up is the discipline of management. Both are critical. And you can't lead effectively without being an effective manager. So they go hand in hand. Hmm. This is kind of interesting because a leader or a manager historical role has been to manage the staff that has been assigned to them, the project team, the people on the assembly line. Now, you argue they also have to lead up. They have to think strategically. Are these two responsibilities at odds with each other? Do you think a person can handle both of these things appropriately? Absolutely. Every middle manager needs to manage up. In other words, help the boss take care of things. It's a nice thing to do, and all of us cannot do it. But those who are in the middle who are demonstrating an interest in leading up are the emerging senior leaders who are on their way up. It's a proving ground. It's a training ground. But at the same time, leading up cannot be perceived solely as an exercise in self-promotion. If it is, that's exactly the wrong thing. That sends the wrong signals, and that will get you slapped down because you will be perceived as, well, he's rogue, and he's just doing whatever is good for him. No. Leading up has to be you do the initiative for the good of the organization. There's a key aspect of leading up which is applicable to many of us, whether we choose to lead up or not, and that's the process of influence. Influence is absolutely critical. That's how things get done in an organization. So could you expand on that, please? For example, there's always the dictate from on high that CEO says, we will do this. And to a degree, things happen. But really, they happen in the trenches by people of influence saying, that's a good idea. Let's champion it. I've done a lot of work with managers who have been challenged to drive initiatives across functions be it a lean initiative or a Six Sigma. So they don't have authority over the individual to whom they're teaching this initiative or driving this initiative, but they succeed because they are a person of influence. Influence is absolutely critical to leadership, but it's very important to the essence of leading up. In your book, you also mentioned this concept of leadership presence. What do you mean by that? Leadership presence, I define as earned authority. We are given a title. We're made a manager, a supervisor, a middle manager, whatever. But we earn the trust. We earn our authority by the example and the record that we set for those around us, our peers, but most especially our direct reports, as well as people above us. 
leadership presence is absolutely critical to any leader, and it manifests itself in many ways. It's the ability to maintain composure in times of crisis. It's also the ability to radiate optimism, to spread confidence throughout an organization, to be the go-to person, also to be a person of influence, to be a trusted member of the team, and to be perceived as someone who can get things done. All of that contributes to a sense of leadership presence. John, how do the concepts in your book relate to where we are economically right now. Obviously, we're going through tough economic times. What do you say to somebody who says, I can't be all that caught up in leading up right now because there's so much other fundamental stuff at stake? What we have seen in our financial meltdown has been a catastrophic failure of leadership, and there are many reasons for that. So now, more than ever, we need men and women of good character to demonstrate initiative, to make good things happen. And senior leadership needs to give...